0: What's up, everybody? We are back behind the lines, NFL Week Nine. I am Ryan Reed. You can find me on Twitter at DudeManPA. And this week, I will be joined by Mark Franco from Vegas Insider. You can find him on Twitter at VegasMark. Mark, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you having me on today.
0: Hey, no sweat. Brian didn't have a bad showing last week. He went 7-9. and nine. I posted a 10-6. and six. The show total from last week, we had some overlapping plays, came out at 14-13. and 13. That brings the show total up to 70-43-3. We are just smashing. So whatever you can bring to the table to help us keep winning this week, Mark, we would appreciate it. Let's get started with the Thursday night game, Eagles at Texans. I am feeling like I'm going to take the uh, Houston Texans here. I found plus 14, found a nice round number there. We've got Philly is two and five against the spread in their last seven as a visitor. Houston is a darling that I've been taking against the spread this season. I realized they've lost their last two, but those teams were against Tennessee and Las Vegas. The spreads were a little bit lower. We're back into the double digits. It's a Thursday night game. I'm hoping to see a little bit less offensive production and a little bit of a slow start. Houston plus fourteen. What do you think about that, Mark? Uh,
1: this is a game that um, I, I couldn't disagree with you because uh, if the Eagles are going to have a letdown at, at any spot, I mean, this can be a Thursday night game. Uh, you know, they're they're over a two touchdown favorite. Anytime uh, an NFL game gets to that uh, extreme of a point spread, I kind of back off and uh, don't have a strong opinion on it. And I don't hear, it. but uh, you know, if the Eagles wanted to, they can they could probably put it on the Texans. so the worst thing about the Texans, as bad as they've been, uh, they have covered some spreads, but they cannot stop the run. So I, I just think the Eagles can uh can have a big game offensively against that terrible defense. You always got to look for that backdoor cover. But uh yeah, I, I would side with you. Um, you know, I, I would rather take the home dog on a Thursday night getting two touchdowns uh than rely on the Eagles. That uh, granted they played great this season, but they're definitely due for a letdown.
0: Absolutely. Hopefully they run the ball, like you mentioned. And when that slows down, it eats some clock here, slows down the game. And I am thinking that the Eagles will probably get out to a lead. And this is going to be a backdoor cover situation. We're just going to take that 14 and move on. Next thing we've got, we've got the Colts at the Patriots. Uh, Neither one of these teams are great right now um Indianapolis is seven and one to the under in 2022 12 and one in their last 13 that is probably due to the fact that they're only putting up an average of 16.1 points per game we've got New England on the other side who's putting up 22 points per game I went ahead and took out the games where Bailey Zappi threw up some gems and if you just factor in mac and cheese he is only putting up 17 points a game I'm not a huge favorite of uh the new England quarterback right now. All that being said, my pick here is going to be the under 46 and a half. What do you think about for this game? I wrote, Um, sorry, I I skipped 40 and a half wrong number.
1: Yeah. A little bit of a low total and that's for good reason. Um, I I can name three teams. Uh, I won't name them right now, but one of the teams that's been the most disappointing uh, since the season started is, is the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, let's face it. Um, I was kind of dead wrong on this team. I thought they'd be, uh, thought they'd be right there in the AFC with, uh, you know, the Bills and the Chiefs. But, um, you know, to be honest with you, they, they just suck. They're just not, uh, not a good team. Now Matt Ryan's benched. Uh, you're going to Sam Ellinger. I mean, a lot of question marks for the Colts when it comes to the Patriots. Um, you know, they're definitely not as good as they were. Uh, no question about it. But, uh, I think Belichick has a, uh, psychological edge, so to speak, um, over the Colts this week. And, uh, you know, the line's hanging at about five and a half from what I've seen. And I would expect that line to go up. So uh, if you want to bet the Patriots, uh, I would do it now.
0: All right. So we're going to put you down for a, uh, Would you want, this minus four? Do you want to go all the way to the five and a half?
1: I would lay take the, the five and cents. a half. Sir.
0: All right. You're going to forego the two cents. We'll take the five and a half. I'm going to hold with my under. Next up, we have Bills versus the Jets. Buffalo, 5-1 to the under in 2022. Buffalo's putting up 29 points a game. New York Jets putting up 22. Jets are only giving up 20 points a game, and Buffalo's only giving up 14. Do you think we have a chance to put another under on the board here, even though Buffalo's been pretty solid offensively? I'm looking for the under 46-and-a-half.
1: Um, I could not disagree with that. Again, I uh... We're talking a divisional a divisional game, and uh, you know the Jets have kind of hung tough. It's it's very difficult to go against Buffalo, but uh, uh, you know when, you're, when you when again when you're laying double digits in the NFL, you always try to find a uh, find a groove for uh, for the underdog in the game, and it, it's very hard to do so here. I mean Buffalo has just had a spectacular last couple of years against the spread, uh, but again, it's a little bit larger than I would anticipate it. Um, So I might lean to the Jets here, uh, catching the points. And again, to uh, side with you, I would think if the Jets have a chance to cover this spread, uh, it's definitely going to go under the total.
0: Absolutely. I kind of agree with you there. And that's what I was looking at as well. I think we're just going to have enough in that game to slow it down. A lot of these are won and lost on one possession or one turnover. And we are looking for a very slim margin. We're just trying to put ourselves on the positive side of those outcomes. So you want the points or the under on this one?
1: Uh, I'll go with the points.
0: All right. Eleven Dolphins Bears. The Dolphins not covered the spread yet this year. What do the notes say? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, four and one ATS last five. I don't really have any notes on the Bears. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Bears' offense. The Dolphins have looked good lately. Um, I think I just want to take the home dog here and somebody must have posted something broken. I actually bet this line right here at plus six and a half minus one 133 wow. about an hour and a half ago. So uh, that was my play in this game, which looks to be off the board. What were you thinking for uh, Dolphins bears?
1: Um, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I think, uh, you know, obviously the dolphins are an uh, away favorite, not a good spot, but, Uh, You know, when two is in the game, they're a totally different team. We saw what happened for a game and a half or two games when he wasn't be able to uh, be the starting quarterback. And and Miami's got weapons all over the place. The Bears defense is not that good. I think Chase Fields is going to be a better quarterback moving forward once he gets a little bit more experience there. So I, I just got a feeling, you know, again, it's tough to lay points on the road but we're talking about the Chicago bears and they're just not a good team at this point. And uh, I think Miami gets the money here. The dolphins are six and zero against the spread in their last six games after scoring more than 30 points in their previous game. I know it's kind of a complicated statistic there, but it shows that what Miami has been able to do this year, um, especially under Mike McDaniels, their, their new head coach is move the football big plays, short plays, Um, And now they just got better at the the trade deadline. As far as the Bears go, they got a wide receiver from Pittsburgh. Uh, They're trying, but the Bears are a year away. So I'm more than willing to lay the points on the road with the Dolphins.
0: And I I really don't disagree with that. Uh, My major move for jumping on Chicago plus six and a half was, wow, there was a six and a half out there when everybody else is at four and a half. So um yeah, I don't disagree. I like the Miami minus four. I still would like if there was a Chicago six and a half, I'd jump on it again. We can uh, maybe cash both of those and hit a middle. Let's move on to the next game. Vikings, Commanders. Let's see, the Vikings win every game, never cover the spread. Uh, Washington's actually, I think it's five and three last eight at home. Some weird numbers coming out there. They're not necessarily consistent for just this season, but I do like the Commanders plus three and a half at home this week. What do you think about in this game?
1: Yeah, this is a tough game for me to pick. I mean, the Vikings have played uh, played very well, obviously, this season. They're ahead of the Packers in the NFC North. Um, but could this be a letdown spot? And I hate to repeat myself with that, that term. There shouldn't be any letdown spots for NFL teams. College may be a little bit different. But uh, uh, my first knee-jerk reaction was the all-over the uh, Minnesota Vikings. But uh, the commanders, I have to get that Redskins name out of my head. The, uh, the commanders have, have, have pretty much been a uh, a, good, a good underdog uh, this year and I think this game, uh, if I'm gonna lean, haven't seen any weather reports yet, but uh, I think when uh, the Vikings visit Washington, I think this game's got uh, more than enough juice here in my opinion to, uh, to go over the total. Uh, right now we're looking at the total in this game about 30, I'm, I'm sorry 43 to 44 points. I think both teams will be able to put up some points. I kind of lean towards the over in that game Sunday.
0: All right. We'll put you down for uh, over 43 is the best number we've got on here. Uh, let's see. Packers-Lions. Green Bay is hanging in. They're, they're, they're horrible, but it's fun to watch. I I just like the demise of the, uh, the longtime greats. It's good to get some new blood in here and have some new teams actually be able to hold their own um, let's see. The home team in the series here is five and zero. The last five, but Green Bay is also zero and five. Their last five at Ford Field, which is kind of interesting. Detroit is seven and two to the over. As they don't stop anybody and they give up points left and right. Uh, the over was interesting. I elected not to go with that. I'm gonna take yet another home dog, which seems to be the theme of Week Nine, and I'm gonna go with Detroit plus three and a half. What do you feel about that?
1: Um, I wouldn't disagree with you one bit. When it comes to the Green Bay Packers, uh, their ineptitude has now led to. Um, it seems like Aaron Rodgers just, uh, you know, he makes joking comments. He knows his team's not going anywhere. They don't have enough talent. He has no chemistry with his wide receivers. Um, they've been a little bit better since the since the beginning of the year. Um, but one of the things that we that you pointed out is. The Packers are 0-5 against the spread in the last five meetings in Detroit. And we're talking about a different Detroit team here. I, I mean, Dan Campbell, one of my favorite coaches. Uh, he was an intern coach of the Dolphins years ago. This guy's got the moxie. He's got the balls. He's got the guts. Uh, the players love to play for him, although Detroit can't seem to uh, you know, get on the right track. But this team's moving forward. So um, I'm actually like uh, – might surprise you a little bit, but I like the Lions on the money line uh, come Sunday.
0: Oh, well, I was already going to note it as like a lock play for the show here since it's one of the first ones we really like together. But now that you're going to throw the money line out there, this is (laughs) definitely the lock play on the plus three and a half. Excellent. I like it. Chargers Falcons. Falcons been covering the spread. I think they struggled the last couple of weeks. Due to, what's that? They were the favorites. Is that what it was? They definitely didn't have um, a lot of plus points at home. Sorry, I'm struggling to find the notes on that game. Um, LA is 4-1 and to the over in the last five. Atlanta bleeds a lot of points and scores a lot of points. So if we're going to look at uh, points against at 25 and points for at 25 for Atlanta, and then we have the Chargers putting up 23 a game and bleeding 27 – This is just screaming over all over it for me. So I know this number is a little bit high. I'm jumping on the 49 before it climbs any further.
1: Can't disagree with you one bit on over the total. Uh, I'm also going to throw in the chargers. Um, You know, uh, we hear a lot about the West coast teams going to the East coast. And it's not that big of an issue anymore. These guys fly fly on private jets. They get pampered. Uh, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, especially, uh, uh, with teams getting prepared a day, you know, two days early. But, uh, you know, the one thing about the Chargers, they're like Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, they're a very, very good team, but I can make a case either way here, but I like the Chargers because they are uh, the most glaring that to me. Anyways, the Chargers are 12 and three, 12 and three against the spread their last 15 games following a double digit loss at home. And uh, you know, when they lose, they kind of lose ugly, but, uh, I think Justin Herbert's one of the best quarterbacks in the AFC. And, you know, Marcus Mariota has played very well. Um, you know, he's he's not going to be in Atlanta forever, but uh, he's played very well. And uh, I, I think this game, I think the Chargers are a little bit short here uh, on the point spread. So I would lay the, uh, an, in a rare game, I would lay a West Coast team playing in the East Coast where uh, the Chargers right now are only minus three.
0: Full confession, I also bet the Chargers minus three. I just wasn't giving that out as my show play. It was my second favorite pick in this game. I'm glad that you chose that. So now we can give the people both sides of the game, and hopefully we can pick up two Ws there. Absolutely. Panthers-Bengals. Panthers-Bengals. Carolina, five and three to the under. Cincinnati, ten and two to the under. I've been betting under with Cincinnati every week. I only really have gotten burnt two weeks ago when they put up 35 points. Is that what happened? Yep. Um, uh, let's see. We've also been taken taking did this move. Yeah, the Bengals opened at minus nine and a half. Now they're down to seven. So that makes me feel good about an under as well because they're thinking that the score is going to be a little bit closer. I don't think either team is really putting up a bunch of points. Carolina 19 a game, Cincinnati 23 points against Carolina 23, Cincinnati 20. So, I mean, we're looking at a 43 right there. I have um, just for that reason – I went and picked an alternate line here to get off the hook and I went under 43 and a half. And I see that everything has bled itself down to 42 and a half. What are you thinking about for this game? Well,
1: interesting game. I mean, uh, are we going to believe a little bit in the Carolina Panthers now that they fired their coach? Um, obviously they had a big win against Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. And uh, you know, when it comes to the Bengals, Jamar chase being out is uh it's kind of a big thing, but I, I don't think it's a huge thing for Joe Burrow. I mean, he still has a, a lot of offensive weapons, but uh, this line is ticked up. Um, like you mentioned, the total is pretty uh, hanging right where you said, but Cincinnati's up taking to minus seven and a half. They are playing at home. Um, tough game for me to read. I, I would have to pass on this game, possibly make a, a second-half wager, depending how the game is unfolding.
0: I agree with that analysis 100%. I will stick to my guns with my under 43 and a half if anybody wants to go find an alternate number there. But other than that, I would I would take a pass. Raiders, Jaguars. We're, this is where, another game where I think I want to take the West Coast team playing on the East Coast and the points. Uh, we've got Las Vegas 3 0 against the spread, six and three for the last nine. Uh, They're over is four, two and one. The Jaguars have a pretty decent defense. It's, uh, they're only giving up 19 points a game. Las Vegas is scoring about 23. Um, the teams, I, hmm, I don't know. I don't have a really good reason here. I'm just taking the Raiders minus the one and a half.
1: For me, uh, you know, I got this crossed off my sheet early. These are two teams that are, uh, are pretty much train wrecks. I mean, Jacksonville, not so much. Doug Peterson comes in. He's a good coach. Uh, he just got to get that team more more mature and make it his own. It's only his first year, and we've seen uh, we've seen the struggles with Jacksonville on offense. And when it comes to the Raiders, uh, being uh, somewhat of a home fan here in Las Vegas, uh, the Raiders the Raiders have been atrocious. Um, there's no other word to say it. They they just they absolutely suck. Um, there's a whole lot of moving parts that are going on. Their offensive line is the number one glaring issue. Uh, Derek Carr hurt his back during last week's game. They get shut out against the New Orleans Saints. Granted, the Saints have a good defense, but there ain't that many teams that get shut out anymore in the NFL. So I think it was a disgraceful, a disgraceful performance uh, by the Raiders. And when we're talking about them on the road, the Raiders are 0-7 against the spread in their last seven road games. Versus a team with a losing home record, which obviously Jacksonville has. So um, if I found $20 on the ground, bud, and I picked it up, I would not bet it on this game, that's for sure.
0: I agree with you 100%. I think if we were to take it, I would know bet that game for sure. It, it, it makes the most sense because a lot of things are going against one another. We really don't have a nice quality edge for that. Seahawks Cardinals. Seahawks have covered the last three of four, three of the last four in this meeting with the Cardinals. The Seahawks have been playing well. Um, This is a game where I was once again looking for a total, not necessarily a spread. Uh, We've got 26 and 23 points per game, respectively for these two teams. And they both give up 25 and 26 points per game. Uh, If you can catch a 49, go for it. What do you think about this game?
1: Well, I've been, uh, I've been very, very impressed with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith, I mean, uh, I don't know of anybody uh, in the NFL community that thought he was going to be as good as he is now this deep into the season. And uh, because of him, the Seahawks have a uh, big play capability. But against the spread, both these teams are terrible. I, I can go on and on about the, the Seahawks record against the spread is just not good whatsoever. As far as the Cardinals go, um, you know, I mean, this is a team that's disappointing. They're they're off. I'm I'm sorry. Their defense of the Cardinals is like a sieve. I mean, they give up chunk yardage like uh, like one of the worst teams in the NFL. So uh, this is a tough game for me to pick. But what I will say is that the road team is 11 and four with one push road team, 11 and four in the last 16 meetings. And the Seahawks are six and two with a push against the spread the last nine meetings in Arizona. Believe it or not, I would have never believed I would said this in the beginning of the year, but let's go with the better quarterback with the Seahawks on the road with Geno Smith over Kyler Murray.
0: I like it. The one thing I didn't mention was I think the last eight home games for the Cardinals, they've only covered once and that was last week. Um you can get Seattle plus three at minus minus one thirty-five at MGM just before the show. That's actually what I wrote down as my final play for this game. Uh, I would be interested in like a 49 also, but I, I also have Seattle plus three Rams Buccaneers Super Bowl rematch. Nobody looks like they were in the Super Bowl last year. That's for sure. I'll let you lead off in this game. What did you have for uh, Rams Buccaneers?
1: This is a tough game. I mean, both teams have been disappointing, uh, especially Tampa Bay. Let's face it. I think Tom Brady is uh, at the end of his career and and he knows it. Uh, He's just hoping to, you know, finalize the season with some respectability, but uh, uh, Tampa Bay's got holes all over the place. And uh, you know, Brady has not played up to Brady standards. Is he still better than half the quarterbacks in the league? Sure. But, uh, you know, when it comes to the Rams, you always have to look for the Super Bowl winner. Most people say the Super Bowl loser has a hangover, which is absolutely true. But the winner also does have a hangover. And the Rams are not the same team they were last year. They were fortunate. They played good at the right time. Stafford continues to throw pick after pick. They can't run the ball. Uh, this is a tough game for me. I I, I really want to make a selection on it because I want to watch it so um, I think uh, right now the total's hovering around between 42 and 43, so I'll probably go with over the total in on this one and just uh, sit back and hope both quarterbacks, uh, you know, have one of the respectable games that they're worthy of doing.
0: Well, we're going to be sitting on opposite sides of the couch for this game, that's for sure. <laughs> um, my notes here say LA is two and seven against the spread in their last nine. Tampa Bay is zero oh and five against the spread in their last five. Uh, in the last nine for the LA Rams, they're also eight and one to the under. And in the last seven for Tampa Bay, they're six and two to the under. So wow. I think what we're really what we're talking about is is what we're seeing in the numbers. Tom Brady's on decline. Matthew Stafford's not playing as well, which I think has something to do with that shoulder or elbow, whatever he's got going on with that throwing yep. arm, is yep. definitely affecting his play. Uh, both of these teams might just run the ball. Who knows? Um, I'm going to go ahead and post. Under 43, which isn't on this list, but you can find it at circa at minus 109. You want the over 42 and a half. Maybe I'll push and you'll win. Maybe I'll push and you'll you'll win.
1: win. That would be great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Titans Chiefs. Titans Chiefs. I think I'm going to go against a cardinal rule here, and that is never bet an under in a Chiefs game. That's probably just a personal rule for me. Uh, I've not tracked it, or or do I know if it's profitable or not? Uh, They just score 30-some points a game, and I don't like doing it. But I see the number just keeps creeping, and I really didn't like anything else from this game. So I'm going to go ahead and hold my nose and pray and take under 46.5.
1: Yeah, I do see uh, that's what the line is right now. Uh, Kansas City went from uh, minus 11.5, and and now it's up to 12.5. And uh, this is one of the lines I scratch my head about. I I make my own odds when it comes to NFL based on my power rankings and based on pretty much what I watch week after week, game after game. And I think this line is uh, very overinflated. I mean, the Chiefs have the, the, the firepower to beat anybody by 30 points, but I just don't see this game. It's a Sunday night game, tough place to play. Arrowhead is a madhouse, but... I think the Tennessee Titans have enough uh, of veterans on that team. I know Tannehill was out, uh, but it's going to come down to this game. It's very simple to handicap. Can Tennessee run the ball against the Chiefs defense? With Derrick Henry, I say absolutely. The more yep. he runs the ball, the shorter the game gets, uh, the less time the Chiefs have the ball on offense. So I think uh, laying over double digits, one of my rules, like you had mentioned, is I want to never lay double digits in the NFL. Um, but I have to have a pretty good reason to take double digits. And in this game, I think uh, I think the Titans plus right now, they're hanging around 12, 12 and a half. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if this line goes to 13. So I'm going to gobble up those points. And uh, on Sunday night, it might be a slow, methodical game without a lot of big plays. But uh, I like the Titans plus the points.
0: So I'm going to pencil you in for a plus 13 here because I agree with you. I think this line is going to move that far. You might have to wait another day or two to get there, uh, keep an eye on it. But I do think it gets there. If it ends up not getting there, I'll pull you back down to the 12 and a half. Um, I think that a lot of what you said makes sense with where I'm coming from and wanting the under 46 and a half. Uh, Tennessee scores and gives up 18 to 19 points for a reason. And you outlined a lot of that. So we can move on to the next game. Ravens Saints, last one of the week. The Saints, they hurt my feelings last week. I needed Vegas to cover the spread, or, or I needed the over, and that shutout just kind of kiboshed the whole thing for me. That was no good. But we can come back this week and get some more money by betting on the Ravens uh, in New Orleans. What do you think? I, I want the Ravens minus two and a half. What do you got here?
1: This is a game I probably will not be involved in from beginning to end, maybe... Uh, maybe an in-game play or a halftime play, but uh, uh, let's not put too much into what the Saints did last week. Obviously, they shut out the, the Las Vegas Raiders, so that's not saying a whole lot. When it comes to Baltimore, um, yeah, this team is just like such a Jekyll and Hyde team. Their defense just gets gouged every week, and I, I could just see the Saints taking advantage of that, even though they're not a good offensive team. But uh, Monday night, when, when we're talking about Monday night, I can stress to everybody don't bet the game just cause it's a Monday night game. If it's one of the plays that you like, fair enough, but don't bet it just to bet it. So in a situation like this, I think you're better off watching the first half. And, uh, the one thing about this though, that is tempting is taking a home dog on Monday night. I don't have the exact stats in front of me, unfortunately, but, uh, dogs on Monday night over the course of, uh, 30 years that I've been in this business, um, usually cover more than they don't. But, uh, I think the, the way to look at this game is go back and forth. And like I said, hopefully it's a good entertaining game on Monday night. Cause we haven't had too many of them.
0: Fair enough. So we'll go ahead to head on this one. You'll take the saints. I'll take the Ravens. That's, that's going to be a wash for us. I'll tell you what we can probably, I can probably get you on board with though. If Mark huh. Andrews doesn't play, should we just play some Isaiah likely receiving yards?
1: Oh God. Uh, if he doesn't play, that uh, that's a whole different ball game for the Ravens. But uh, yeah, I would say yes for sure. I would agree with you.
0: Yeah, and I'm guessing since um, Andrews is questionable, I didn't look at likely's numbers yet. But let's see what they have him at.
1: What I usually do is I, uh, being that we're in a Thursday night here, Thursday afternoon, um, I do my due diligence on Friday to scour over the injury reports because uh, a lot of times, not always, but if guys don't practice on Friday the chances of them playing on Sunday are, uh, are not real good, but uh, there is exceptions to that rule each and every week.
0: This is true, but you're right for a rule of thumb. It's probably not a bad one to go by. Well, do you have any extra bets you want to throw out there for the, for the people this week? I think that covers uh, every game. We've got a bet for uh, every single game. We've got a couple bets in a couple of games, and I think we're going to have a nice, another profitable week. You got any extras?
1: Uh, that's about it. I'm looking forward to watching the World Series Uh it's more of a fan than anything, but, uh, I do have a little ticket in my pocket for the uh, Phillies to win the World Series. So hopefully that goes good, but, uh, you know, we're, we're right in full stride now in the NFL. So, uh, anybody who uh, wants to, uh, uh, find out more about me, just go to Vegasinsider.com. My name is Mark Franco, senior handicapper on the website. And, uh, I look forward to maybe talking to you again. This was a fun show to do.
0: Absolutely, Mark. We'd be happy to have you back on. If you guys want to find the rest of my stuff, hop on over to Scores and Odds and sign up. You can get the rest of my picks and all the other experts there. Every single pick from today's show will be in there in the next hour or two. So enjoy. And I hope we crush one more week. That's all I got. We're out.